0: Amen. Truly, and it's a blessing, amen, to be here. Amen. God is blessing us. He's keeping us, and He's strengthening and encouraging us, amen. Because there's so many wicked things going on out in the world, amen. And you see stuff coming to pass, amen. At this time, I ask y'all if y'all stand. We're gonna go ahead and see what the Lord have to say, amen. I'm gonna ask you, amen, if you would put St. John chapter 8, verse 12, amen, up on the monitor. St. John chapter 8, verse 12. The saints. He said, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Father, Lord God Almighty, we're standing before you, Lord to thank you and to praise you and to magnify your holy name. Hallelujah. For we know the victory is already won, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, to continue to strengthen us, lead us, and guide us, Father. Use us, Father. Hallelujah. That you, Lord God Almighty, may get the glory, the honor, and the praise, Father, in this dark and perverse generation, Lord, we're living in. Bless the saints of God. Hallelujah. Say, take hold of your word, Lord, that they apply it to their Everyday walk, Lord. Hallelujah that they may see the victory, Lord. Oh, Lord God Almighty, we ask you, Lord, hallelujah, as the messenger go forth, Lord, uh, to silence flesh, Lord, and let the Holy Ghost, Lord, speak up in here, Lord. Hallelujah to strengthen and encourage your people, Father. Hallelujah as you send us back out on the battlefield. We forever give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth, that's the key part right there, to follow me, shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. God wants you Amen. If you got this light down in you, God wants you to let it shine. To let it shine. And that's my topic. Amen. I want to speak on. Let your light so shine. Amen. That's the topic. Amen. Cause the enemy is trying to snuff your light out. Amen. But if you know anything about light and darkness, darkness don't have no power. When, before we came in here, it was dark in here. But when you hit the light switch, darkness had to flee. Some of us didn't experience where we were, where we were, I guess you could say, shame on the job. We want to keep head that we're saved because once folks know what you stand for, the fight is on. Because they said light and darkness don't have no fellowship. But God has given us power. And it's more to it than just you being saved. God saved you to help save others. He told us to let our light shine. Why are we letting our light shine? Because there is somebody out there in darkness that needs some light illuminated in their life amen and that's amazing how God amen has got us amen when we leave here some of you all amen are going on your job amen some of you work in schools and some of you work in hospitals and nursing homes and God got you right where he wants you to be Amen. And so many of us sometimes we complain about the problems we having on our jobs, but you just don't know God put you there. Hallelujah. Because somebody got their eyes fastened upon you. Amen. It's not so much they fasten upon you. But they see the God dwelling in you. My mind go back when Jesus went up into the Mount Sinai. Amen. And spent 40 days and 40 nights up there and came down. He came down with something. He came down with the glory of God. Amen. Upon his face. Amen. For being in God's presence. Amen. And the folks knew that he was in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Because he was letting that light shine. When you got the light of God dwelling in you, that ain't all you got. Amen. That wasn't all Moses had was that glow upon his face. But he came down with the word of God. He came down to give the folks something to help them in a dark and dull situation. God has given us this light, amen, that we can let it shine that somebody on your job be encouraged when they see you. Amen. Just like you look forward to coming up in here and the saints of God strengthening and encouraging you with the testimonies and the praises. Amen. You got folks on your job. Amen. Looking to you because they see a difference. A child of God. Amen. It's different from all other people. Amen. And when you're different, you draw attention. You don't have to open your mouth. You don't have to wear no big sign saying I'm saved and sanctified because what's down in you is going to come out. And God will put you in a situation, amen, that ain't pleasant. He put you there, but he knows that he got that greater one down in you. Amen, he put you there for a specific reason because there's somebody else out there that's crying out for help. On your job, it might be that devil that's always up in your face. But they crying out for help. They crying out, and they looking for you to help them. They see the light in you. They see the God working in you. Amen. My mind go back to Paul and Silas. Amen. How they were out preaching the word of God. Amen. And how God allowed the folks to take them and beat them and lock them up. Amen. But see, this thing wasn't about just Paul and Silas, but they were servants of God, of the most high God. Amen. And when they got locked up, God had them right where he wanted them to be. And sometimes you might be in a situation on your job or at school or at home, but God got you right where he wants you to be because somebody is crying out for some help. Amen. And Paul and Silas, when they were locked up in that Roman jail, they went down there murmuring and complaining, talking about we ain't did nothing while we here. But no, they got together and they began to sing and praise God in the middle of the ugly situation. Amen. And in the middle of them praising and singing to the glory of God, somebody down in that dungeon, amen, was getting delivered. Somebody, hallelujah, was down there getting helped. Amen. Because Paul and Silas, God has sent them some help. Amen. And sometimes, if you're not careful, you will think, hallelujah, because what you're going through? Why am I going through this? Somebody got their eyes steadfast up you. Don't think you're too young that God can't use you. There's young folks that need to be saved. And he's saving young folks. Because young folks draw young folks. Amen. There's folks c- committing suicide. Little, young folks. Just as well as old. But he need to see somebody. Amen. When they come to school. That ain't talking crazy. They need to see somebody. that's letting their light shine. That God is operating in their lives. Amen. That Jesus He rose because he rose in me. They see him. Amen. And they see him in you. If you got him down in you, God's going to put you to the test. Amen. To let you see what's in you and what isn't in you. Amen. And what's in a man is going to come out. God put us in some situations. Amen. Amen. That aren't pleasant. And I remember some times I didn't want to go to work because of things I had to face. But what gave me the boost to go? I knew I had a family looking to me to provide for them. And I would press my way. I learned how to eat humble pie. I learned how to swallow down bitter pills. I learned how to take criticism, amen, and ignore it. I learned how to listen to folks say ugly things to me. Amen. But I didn't go back. I didn't talk back. I let God continue to have his way. Amen. And sometimes you might find yourself in an ugly predicament, but God allowed you to be there. God allowed Paul and Silas to be down in that Roman jail. Amen. And when they were down there, the the darkness couldn't take away their joy. Amen. The darkness couldn't snuff out their light. But they were down there praising God. Amen. They were praising him. And those that was locked up down there, they, they heard something unusual that they never heard. They heard joy. Amen. Down in the prison. Amen. And there was so much joy. Amen. The power of God shook that place. Said so he shook that place so that the prison doors open, unlocked, opened up. Amen. It shook their place. Amen. Where those that was captive, amen, they began to minister into. Amen. The soldier, amen, was getting ready to kill himself. Amen. Because he realized or he thought, amen, that the, that those who was locked up had escaped. They had understanding that if you lose your prisoner, you lose your life. And Paul told him to put away his sword. We are all still here because this was a God thing. God might have you in a situation right now that's not pleasant, but he's using you. He's using you because somebody got their focus upon you. Somebody on your job is looking at you and they see Jesus, amen, working in your life. Thank you. They see Jesus, amen, they not so much seeing you. They see God working through you. They see that you're different from everybody. You're supposed to be different because God is dwelling inside of you, amen. And the enemy don't like that, and he try to say all oh, men are evil and negative things to get you to think, amen, that God didn't forsaken you because of the situation you're in. But you keep being faithful unto God. Amen. And he'll keep being faithful unto you. Amen. As it said, Amen. In the latter part of, of St. John in 12, he said that to follow him, he's telling us that we got to follow Jesus. Jesus suffered many a things. And if we're going to follow the light, we're going to go through some things. We're going to go through some things. Sometimes we read the word of God and we just read it. But that's a major statement right there. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. Sometimes you might be on your job. I remember I had to correct my boss. And sometimes the devil will say things in your presence to see what you're going to do. And sometimes folks don't want to say nothing and correct their boss. But he kept saying, GD. That did something to me. I let him know God ain't damned. I said, the one that's damned, I don't hear nobody saying, damn, Satan. He's the one's damned. No, I'm not cursing. Satan is the one damned. And I don't hear nobody, I never heard nobody say, damn, Satan. But they'll say that to God. Amen. And you got to take a stand when you hear that and let them know that your God is not damned. You know, them were fighting words back in the day if you said something about somebody's mother. Uh, I remember we used to play the duds and there was one rule. Don't say nothing about nobody's mother. And I remember three guys ganged up on me and who said words don't hurt? Words Words hurt worse than this in your eye. They ganged up on me and had me feeling so bad. The one I wanted, I said something about his mama. And when he said something about mine, I let him have it. And what I'm getting at is, that's how we ought to be with God. Amen. Somebody say something about your God. You's a pitiful individual if you don't take a stand you just let them talk about your God. But God has blessed us, amen, to have a light. Amen. And when your test comes, it'll let you know: do you really have a light? Or you like them five virgins? Amen. In St. Matthew's chapter 25, it said there were ten virgins. Amen. It said five of them were wise, and five were foolish. Amen. And virgins are. Women that have kept themselves clean for men. But five of them were foolish because they did not take any oil in their vessel. And we know oil represents the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And five that were wise, they took oil in their lamp's hand in their vessel. The foolish was making a statement that if he don't come at daytime, I ain't going out there in the dark to meet him. Bring they ain't taking no oil. But you got to have some oil to meet your maker. And we know that's the spirit of God. When you talk about oil, when you talk about light, that's talking about the spirit of God. When you talk about water, that's talking about the life of God. You got to have this to see his face in perfect peace. And those five foolish didn't have this. And time came and pulled the cover off of them and let them see they didn't have it. But we know. We know right now, do we have the oil or not? We know. And God is telling us that you got this light, you got to let it shine because obvious. Some had the light and wasn't letting it shine. They were trying to hide it. And Jesus was letting them know, you don't light a candlestick and put it under a bush, but you set it up on a lamp where to give off his light. You set it up where it uh, shine. God puts us in situations and places on our job because somebody needs some help. Somebody on your job, somebody, amen, in your school, amen, somebody needs deliverance and you got the spirit of God dwelling down in you to deliver them, amen. Some of us, amen, we might work in a home for or a daycare, but God got you right where he wants you to be, to let that light shine amen, to encourage one another. It's a blessing, amen, for me and my wife. It's time she encourages me, amen, and there's times where I encourage her, amen, and I let her know that if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. It don't matter who might be speaking against you or mistreating you. You got to make sure you're loving them. Don't mistreat them because they're doing wrong. You keep loving them. God told us to love our enemies, amen, and to do good to them, amen, and he's teaching us, it's not what they do unto you, it's what you do unto them, it's going to keep you from getting into the kingdom of God, God so loved the world that you couldn't tell Judas was his enemy, he kept loving him, he knew he was going to sell him out, but he kept loving him, amen, you can't pick and choose Who you going to love? God told us to love one another as he loved us. God told us to love your enemy. Amen. You got to have the light of God dwelling down in you to do these things. You got to have the light to see that that person wouldn't be like they are if they didn't have that spirit in them. We once were walking in darkness. I remember how God paid me a visit while I was yet in darkness. Amen. He spoke to me. He instructed me what to do to come to the light. Amen. And I followed, I followed him. And his instructions is his word. You follow to do his word. And when you're doing his word, yes, you're going to have some battles. You're going to have some 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 trials that's going to come against you you're going to have some situations that's going to fight against you but we got that greater one in us that Jesus Christ when they crucified him he kept letting his light shine when they crucified him and he was stretched there dying amen and one of the thieves didn't hear about him Brother Larry ain't here, but he told me, he said, Elder Kimball, I heard about you way before I even got saved. <laughs> he had me laughing. Well, one of the things heard about Jesus. And with his dying breath, he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Amen. And that was the last fella that got saved back in that time. Because all after that, you must be born again. Amen. He remembered, amen, that Jesus had a kingdom. He heard about his kingdom. Amen. He heard about Jesus letting his light shine. Sometimes it'll seem like you're losing the battle. Amen. But you're not going to lose the war. Sometimes you're cast down, but you're not destroyed. You got to know how to get up. Just the other day, I was going out, they pick our trash up on Fridays. We got out of church Thursday, it's black out back, And I turned the light on, but at the back of the house, it's still black. Out by the garage, it's lit up. And I grabbed the trash, and I was going down the steps, and I missed the step. <laughs> and I fell, and when I fell, I hit hard right here. And all that cushion there. <laughs> I hit so hard, I didn't just jump up, Elder Davis, but I laid there before I tried to move to see was everything all right. First thing I did was see what I, could I feel my toes. When I felt I could feel my toes, I knew it's time I can get up. I didn't have to stay down there. I got up. And I was so glad my wife was standing at the window watching. (laughs) And I carried the trash on out and come on back. And she asked me, are you sore? No, I'm not sore. I said, I'm all right. God didn't let me hurt myself. And she looked at, well, we see about tomorrow. I got up the next day and I told her, I'm not sore. I'm not bruised. I said, but I thank God he didn't let me hurt myself. And I said all of that to say this. We fall down spiritual, but we ain't got to stay down there. Once you realize you done messed up, get up. Brush yourself off and ask God to forgive me. I acknowledge my wrongdoings, Lord. And this is how we take, stay pure, in the Lord. This is how we continue to let our light shine in the Lord that when we acknowledge our wrongdoings, we humble ourselves down and repent. In John, he talks about being a child of God, we purify ourselves through the Word of God, we sanctify ourselves through the Word of God. We make ourselves holy through the word of God. Amen, and this is how we make it. This is how we become bold. Amen, when we're out there on the battlefield. Amen, all the fights I've been in, I can't, I don't remember no licks. I don't remember, I, I'm pretty sure I had plenty of them, but I didn't remember any. When the battle was over, I seen some scars. But I don't remember getting hit. And what I'm saying, when you fight, you ain't thinking about no pain or no sorrow. And I, I am speaking spiritual. When you fight, spiritually speaking, I was fighting left and right on my job. I remember when I got promoted into management, I had a big target on the back of my back. And I didn't do nothing. But the union was shooting at me. I don't know what for. But I stood my ground. I got to the point I didn't want to go to work, but I would go. Some people didn't quit jobs because of their boss or because of the trouble they had and went somewhere else. That devil over there waiting on you wherever you go. You got a challenge on your hand wherever you go. Because this thing is about God. And God is using us. He got us in all of the places where people are needing deliverance. That's including you young folks sitting there. There's a lot of young folks so, so depressed and stressed and being intimidated by other little wild Little wildcats ain't had no training. They but and, and and the parents glad to get them to school to get them out of their house. Ditch them on you. But God got us in them situations that we can help them. It ain't about us. You stop and think letting your light shine. That means you got to do something. Letting your light shine. You got to eat some humble pie. Letting your light shine, you got to humble yourself. Letting your light shine, you got to get rid of this fella and let God have his way. I done heard folks say, man, if I was you, I wouldn't have took that. If you was me, you would have took that. I took it. And God will let you see some things in your life that he's right there with you. I remember before I get saved, I was counting up the costs, cause I knew how to take things into my own hand, and I knew if I give my life to Christ, I can't do that no more. I gotta trust in Him, and I didn't know nothing about the Word of God, but I knew enough that I'd had to trust Him, and I've been trusting Him ever since. You got to watch it, cause the enemy uh, try to lure you into a situation. That you're gonna have to do something with this fellow to back up what's going on. You got to acknowledge what's going around you. God is letting us know, amen, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. He said, For we were sometimes. Darkness, but now are we, but now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of the light. Nine, verse nine. He said, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. You got to be careful right there because the enemy will try to pull you away from that and tell lies. And Sometimes the truth will hurt you but you just go ahead and suffer that hurt. God is in the midst of that hurt. He know how to heal you but you stay truthful unto him. Don't, don't lie. There's some, there's some things I went through on my job and I, I, I remember God told me the, the president He said, hey, Campbell, he said, you remember so-and-so? You remember when he messed up, you didn't discipline him? He said, you can't discipline this guy. I said, yep, you're right. I said, "Uh, I'm willing to take whatever you got for me, whatever right up, and they harder on management. On management, you didn't get warnings, Brother Orville. Tell them. (laughs) They don't get warnings. They go for the juggler. Amen. And he said, he didn't do nothing. But you know what? The history I laid being faithful unto God, when folks lied on me, the enemy was standing in my corner. He said, man, I know Kimball didn't say that. I've been knowing Kimball for 30-something years. He don't talk like that. He knew the guy was lying. And that's why it pays off to be truthful. Tell the truth even when it's going to hurt you. He come on down to verse 10. He said, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful workers of darkness, but rather reprove them. God ain't sending you out there to be their friends. He's sending you out there to reprove them. When when your light is shining, it illuminates things. When your light is shining amongst those walking in darkness, they begin to see themselves. And they see that they're different from you. And those that don't flee from you, you can help them. But those that get away from you, don't follow them. Because they'll tell you, I won't hear that. I remember this one girl I tried to witness to and she told me she didn't want to hear. I told her, all right. I delivered my soul. I witnessed to her, tried to bring her to the light. And she took her life because a guy went and married another girl instead of her. And I'm like, what did that prove? Now you're somewhere rotten in hell. And, and I felt delivered because I, I feel bad that somebody died and I was in their prison and I never witnessed to them, something's wrong. Those that are around you, you're supposed to be letting your light shine. And letting your light shine mean you're witnessing to them. Your light is illuminating on them where they aren't and where they need to be. And that's why Jesus told them to, whoever follow me, follow, got to follow me in the light. You can't follow him having darkness. Them five foolish virgins had no intentions of going out to meet the bridegroom at nighttime. And he came at night. And it was revealed that they didn't have what they were pretending to have. You got to make sure you got the spirit of God working down in you. Don't be like the foolish virgins or don't be like the people that came and they were... Casting out devils in Jesus' name. They were prophesying and healing folks in Jesus' name. But when it got down to the nitty-gritty, Jesus said, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. They were never right. But they were doing things that it looked like God was for them. They were going to church. They were healing and casting out devils. But God didn't know him. If you don't have his spirit, he don't know you neither. And when you got a light, you got to let it shine. You got to let that light shine because that light illuminates things and lets you see what you up against. Where you going? It lets you see. I didn't have that light when I tripped over that step and fell. Wasn't no light back there. And I'm seeking to get one put back there but God has blessed us all that he got you right where he wants you to be I thought about not putting him on the spot but Deacon Chambers is on a job where I know he's dealing with a lot of baby kids but baby kids need to be saved too and you know what they he's he about the only purest thing they ever see and they don't know how to act Deacon but when they come to church, I, I'm, when they come to school, I think they look forward to seeing you. Even though they may act wild, because they ain't been taught. But God got them in your presence where you can help them. And everybody in here that got a light, got a ministry. That ministry is to go out amongst those in darkness and let your light shine. You say you save, and being saved ain't... Just about running around here and speaking in tongues. No, it go way further than that. Being saved, you got to know how to eat humble pie. Amen. You got to know how to have some shut mouth grace. You got to know when to shut up and when to speak up. Amen. You got to be there. Amen. For God has put you in a situation to help somebody else. Amen. You might be in a situation where you're getting dogged out on your job, but somebody's watching you, brother Harris, to see how you handle things. And when they see that, they see God working through you. Amen. And when you let your light shine, you can take some things. You can take some hits because God is standing before you. Amen. He always talking about following him. That means whatever you're going through, God is out before you. God is out helping you. God is out strengthening you. Now mean my wife been married 41 years. But we didn't have some problems. We didn't have some situations, but we got over them because we were forgiving one another and loving one another. We got over them. And we still have problems after being married that long. And they don't never stop. You're going to have problems, but you got a God there to help and see you through. You got a God that's going to deliver you. You got a God that's going to use you. Amen. When God calls Israel to go into captivity, Amen, them Hebrew boys and Daniel, they didn't sin. They, they were still praising and worshiping God. Even when they got into captivity, they kept their integrity in God. They kept, amen, their focus upon God, even though they were in captivity. Amen, they spoke boldly to the king and told him, O King Nebuchadnezzar, let it be known unto thee that if our God don't deliver us, we still ain't bound down to thee. You got to have that same mind frame that if God don't deliver you, amen, keep being faithful and loyal unto him. If God don't deliver you, amen, keep being righteous. Keep being glorious in God. Amen. And God, amen, I look at how he blesses us up in here. And he blesses us up in here because when we leave here, you all getting ready to go out on the battlefield. All of you. Every last one of you that got a light, God's getting ready to send you out on the battlefield. And that's on your job, at school, on your bus, amen, in the nursing home, in the hospital, wherever. God is sending you out to meet the enemy. Because we were once walking in darkness. But now we are children of light. And in order to stay children of light, you got to stay in the light. Your heavenly father is light. And in him there is no darkness. None whatsoever. God wants you, amen, to stay in the light. Because it's about to be over we living in the last days. And they're allowing all sorts of things to happen now. So many black kids or black boys done got shot. All because the police thought he had a gun. Now they done passed the law that you can have a gun. and You don't have to have a license to have it. Now all these blacks, they got these guns. They got them on their side where you can see. it. When the cops shoot them down, they ain't got a lot. They got a gun. Yeah, they had a gun. And sometimes the devil is setting you up to take you out. Now, what we need a gun on our side for if we got a law? Huh? You might as well do away with the law. But God is telling you to let your light shine. Don't let nobody put your light in. Can't nobody put your light out but you. And not only that, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And you got to know you got him in you. And you should know it by the fruit you bear. By the fruit you bear. When you come into situations and being tried, it's going to let you see where you are and where you are not. And I just want you all to be encouraged. Amen. Because for a lot of you, you're getting ready to go out there. And you're getting ready to face just what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. You're going to face it. You're going to run into it. And God wants you to be holy before it. You say you saved. He wants you to show it. Because The test it's going to put you to the test. And what's in you, it's going to come out of you. Amen? So let your light shine. Let it shine. Somebody get happy when they see you. They get happy. I know when I come to church, I look forward to coming. I might, I'm, I, you might not see me standing around shooting the breeze or talking with you, but I'm happy to see you. Young and old. I'm happy to see folks laughing because they could be doing something else. I'm happy to see the fellowship where the saints are enjoying one another. I'm happy to see that. And I observe whether you know it or not. I watch this, folks. Not looking for fault, but I watch this because I see when we come to church, the saints like to hang around. They like to hang around, and I usually, when I'm locking up, I lock up all out there and do this last. And if everything's fine, I will go outside and let everybody just keep fellowshipping. And then sometimes I'm just tired. I have a situation where I get tired. I get tired, and I have to take me a nap. Amen. No, I ain't got old. I just got a situation I deal with. And I had to take me a nap. And I'll flicker the lights then. It's time to go. I'm tired. And I have a responsibility to lock up. But I enjoy coming to church. Because I draw strength from you all. Just seeing you smile. You ain't got to say nothing. Just to see somebody smile. It's, a, it does, it's medicine to my soul. And I'm just saying that because when you leave here. No matter what the day may bring to you. Keep praising God. Keep letting your light shine. Keep letting your light shine. Amen. Somebody got their eye on you. And somebody is being helped because of your presence not that you can say anything to them but just they see your presence because of God dwelling down in you now I hope I said something to encourage you to remind you that if God be for you he's more than the world against you keep letting your light shine now if there any out there I believe everybody up in here I'm not making an altar call for baptism because I believe everybody in here is claiming to be saved. But if there any want prayer before we dismiss, amen, this is your opportunity to come and get you some prayer. And we can go on home and continue to let our light shine, amen, and prepare ourselves for tomorrow. Amen, when God bless you, he have goodness and mercy laying by your bedside. Amen. To go with you and to tackle the day that he have prepared before you. Amen. God. Amen. is here. Amen. And this is our opportunity that if we have any situation or problem, we can take them to the Lord. We can take them to the Lord. I'm not ever burdened or depressed because when I have a problem, I give it to God. And I thank God that we got it that way, that we can cast our cares upon him. We can surrender our all and all to him. Amen. And he will deliver us if you believe that. We're serving a good God, a mighty God, an awesome God. Amen. And sometimes you get wounded out there on the battlefield. You need to come in and get some prayer. Amen. It's not, I'm not going to beg and plead. Amen but you all know what you need let us all stand to our feet and let us keep in mind to let our light shine Amen cause something's gonna occur in your walk where you know you gotta let that light shine Amen let us look up to the Lord Father in the blessed name of our Lord Jesus Christ Lord we thank you Lord for your word Lord we thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for the message went forth, Lord, that we let our light shine, that others may be saved, Father. We ask you, Lord, to bless us, hallelujah, to go with us, Lord. Continue to lead us as we follow you, Father, that you, Lord, may get the glory, the honor, and the praise out of us, that others may be saved, hallelujah, by looking and seeing you dwelling within us. we'll forever, Lord, magnify you and give you glory and honor. We ask you to have your way, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray, amen.